Good morning to you all. Happy Sunday. It's great to see you all, as always. Um, on our bulletin, as you know, I just, I'd like to make mention this again. We, we list our values, and uh, you'll see them at the beginning here. It's uh, first, Christ crucified. This is, this is a, a chapel that aims to elevate the greatness of who Jesus is. I hope that is um, just important to you as well. But also these words of rest and healing and resurrection, the beauty of God. These are our values, and I hope you, hope you align with our values too and find this chapel as a place you can call your home as well. Before I introduce our call to worship today, which comes from Psalm 46, I'd like to, you to fix your eyes on this picture above. Um, you might recognize this. This is Vartburg Castle. This is the place where Martin Luther found refuge when many were looking to take his life, when he was kidnapped and put in hiding, the place where he he translated the New Testament into German for the first time. And Luther often preached through the Psalms. And Psalm 46 is no exception. You'll recognize his reference to our place of refuge as we read today's call to worship from Psalm 46. God. God is our refuge in strength. He's a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way, though the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with its surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fail. God will help her at the break of day. Nations will be in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts up his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come, see the works of the Lord, the desolations which he has brought on the earth. He makes war cease and ends. He breaks the bow and cuts it in the spear in two. He burns the shields with fire. So, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted on the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Amen? Isn't that a beautiful song? Yes. Let's, let's stand. Let's stand and sing of those same words that are from Psalm 4610. You'll recognize them in our first hymn we sing today. Uh, Be still and know that I am God. Hymn number 586. Please be seated. Well, again, good morning. It's, it's great to see this chapel filling up with lots of eager people. It's, thank you again for celebrating the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ on Sunday with us today at Patch. Um, you'll see in your, in your announcements in the bulletin, there are lots of good announcements um, to recognize. The chief of the chaplain of the Air Force is coming here in a few weeks. Um, he'll be in town for a prayer breakfast. If you'd like to go to that at the Swabian Center, make sure you RSVP to it so that we can good, get a good head count for that. 
Um, if you look through the bulletin, there are lots of home groups that are forming. There's some in Kelly. There's some at Pax. There's, um, there's PWC that is meeting um, different places around our community. There's lots of prayer times that are, that are kind of ha- happening in different places, different pockets around our community. Um, you'll see a reference to a designated offering that we're going to have at the end of this month. Next week, I'm going to speak into it, about, into it more specifically so that you can understand it. It'll be for the Voice of the Martyrs for Persecuted Christians, but more to follow in, in weeks to come. Um, a couple announcements you can see on our slides here. Thanksgiving is coming up soon. Can you believe it? Just a few weeks away. And we're going to have lunch together after the service um, the week before Thanksgiving. And we'd love to have you bring a meal for which you are most thankful for. Got it? Make sense? A dessert? Maybe turkey? I don't know. Whatever it might be, but just keep that in mind. Put it on your calendar. We'd love for you to join us. There's also a really good program that's going to happen on the 8th of December and put on by Protestant Women of the Chapel. Man, PwC has a great ministry here in Stuttgart, and if you're a lady and would like to get connected with some fun, some fellowship, singing, some study, meeting other people, they're having a really nice night on the December 8th, 6 to 9 p.m., over, I think it's at the firehouse, which is over near Panzer, right outside the gate. There's some flyers in the back um, that you can maybe scan that RFCP code and, and put it in your calendar. So make note of that event coming up. And then, this is really, really super nice. Really, really sweet. We are having a few Christmas choirs that we're going to be doing this Christmas season. Isn't that great? We're singing together and we're... Uh, we're going to have a choir of children. We're going to have a choir of adults. And they're starting to practice today for the first time, right after the service. Rachel, real quickly, just so people can see you. Stand up real quick and wave to everybody, okay? So. Uh, okay, Mike, thank you so much. That's five years old. Five years old to eighth grade. Um, so that includes all of you kids at heart. So good time of your life to practice that singing, that, that muscle of the voice. So that's, that's there. Please join us. Let's make Christmas a really um, a celebratory um, time this time of year. It'll be fun. And Eric, yes. Today. Yes. Yes, that's right. Right of the service, we start today. And I know it's still six, seven weeks away, but I want to put it on your calendars because this time of, of the year is really busy. So mark your calendar for Christmas Eve. We're going to have a time of story, of singing about our Savior. It's going to be a bit different. I heard there's some special guests in town that might be part of the service, so more to follow, but just put it on your calendar if you don't mind. One more announcement. Saving the best for last. There was a child born this past week, and his mother and father, Ian and Jeannie, gave me permission to share this picture with you, but of all the announcements that we could have, we had a baby born to one of our religious affairs specialists. A chaplain assistant, a religious programmist in the Navy, I think, an RP. So we had a little baby born. His name is Dalen, and he was born on the 1st of November, around 1 a.m., the 11th month. That's a lot of ones in their life. And it got me thinking about our chaplain assistants, religious affairs specialists, and these young men and women, we have a great team of them in Stuttgart. You might know Sergeant Levin, Sergeant Cardenas, Specialist Lewis, Private First Class Jean-Jacques, and Private Morris. They're wonderful men and young women here. But I've come to be convinced that part of a healthy chapel and a growing healthy chapel 
will be to keep our eyes on the lookout for these young men and women who are setting up our services each week. Because, you ask me, what would your life be like if when you were 18 and 19, 20 years old, you were in charge of each week setting up and tearing down a service? What would that do to your faith? I think it might be hard. So I think it behooves us to be proactive and looking at these young men and women and maybe building some love into their lives. So today, just today, I've given us opportunity to, to really do something special for this young family right here. Here's this baby. Okay, there he is right there. Proud father after one day. I've given you a note card. And I've given you a pen in your bulletin. Before today, before you leave, before you drive away today, wouldn't it be nice if we collected 50, 60 note cards of encouragement for this young family that I could take from you today and go give it to him later on this week? that he could read with he and his young wife and his young baby as they celebrate the first week of their child's life. First impressions from a body of Christ such as ours. It could be good. So, thank you for entertaining the thought. Please help if you can. Write down a little letter of encouragement to, I'll give you his name right here. You can see, there he is. Isn't that cute? <laughs> right there. Well, I'll go back. Okay, there it is. His name is Dalen, D-A-Y-L-A-N, Dalen, Charles. His last name is Morris. And this is Ian and Jeannie, G-E-N-I-E, -E, Morris. So thank you for that thought. Okay. With that thought, let's stand and let's sing our next hymn together. Hymn number 486. Thank you. Please be seated. Good morning. Good morning. As we continue our as we continue our journey through God's word, the first reading this morning is from Isaiah Chapter 65, verses 16 through 25, on page 532 of your Pew Bible. Isaiah chapter 65, beginning with verse 17. Behold, I will create a new heaven, new heavens, and a new earth. The former things will not be remembered, nor will they come to mind, but the glad but be glad and rejoice forever in what I will create. For I will create Jerusalem to be a delight and its people a joy. I will re rejoice over Jerusalem and take delight in my people. The sound of weeping and of crying will not be heard in it no more. Never again, never again will there be in it an infant who lives but a few days or an old man who does not live out his years. He who dies at a hundred will be thought a mere youth. He who fails to reach a hundred will be considered accursed. 
They will build houses and dwell in them. They will plant vineyards and eat their fruit. No longer will they build houses and others live in them, or plant and others eat. Whereas the days of a tree, so will be the days of my people. My chosen ones will long enjoy the works of their hands. They will not to- toil in vain or bear children doomed to misfortune, for they will be a people blessed by the Lord, they and their descendants with them. Before they call, I will answer. While they are still speaking, I will hear. The wolf and the lamb will feed together, and the lion will eat straw like an ox, but dust will be the serpent's food. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, says the Lord. The second reading is from 1 Corinthians, 15th chapter, on page 814 of your pew Bible. Beginning with, chapter, beginning with verse 50. I declare to you, brothers, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed in a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will all be changed. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable, and the mortal with the immortality. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable and the mortal with the immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my brothers, stand firm, let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. This is the word of God. Thanks be to God. So there's a reason why we spend some time reading God's Word each Sunday. Um, a lot of different reasons. One of, the, one of the reasons, though, is that I think it grounds us in hearing uh, the timeless Word of God spoken in the Old Testament and the New Testament, and there are truths that are just so powerful that complement our sermon. So uh, I don't know about you, but I'm, I am sincerely thankful to just to, to slow our church service down, our chapel service down, and just listen to God and listen for His words to speak to us. Um, the passages that some are read today are just some of the most powerful parts of, of the scriptures, some of the most victorious passages, but also some of the most convicting. And I think the first passage is really important for us to, to think about it because it talks about how sin, sin, this great enemy sin, infiltrates all areas of our life. Sin destroys what is our, our cities, our homes. It, and one verse that Sumner read was it, that those who build our houses will not live in them, and those who plant vineyards will not enjoy the fruit. That's such a tragedy. 
sin, as we also heard too, it explains why the whole animal kingdom is not at rest. Explains why we have premature death of children, premature death in in our marriages and the plans we make, and even the people that we love. Death is just this enemy that has just destroyed us. So, as we enjoy today, hopefully, a moment of quietude, it's good for us to think about sin and its its effect on all areas of our lives, um, the places where it causes us in rest. You know. Because you, you have come with it. You've dealt with it all this whole week. So let's take a moment of, of just quiet together. Allow God to, to help us think through the priorities of our life and where forgiveness is needed and where, where that sin especially can be healed by a Savior. Seminar also read for us um, that incredible passage in 1 Corinthians 15 of that of the God's great plan to undo the effects of sin and to reverse the ugliness of, of sin and how we see it and how we experience it. Um, because there is a power that is stronger than sin. Um, a living power that's stronger than death. And you know this. You know this to be true. Through the Lord Jesus Christ, his eyewitness resurrection is proof to us that there is a plan to make all things right. So you heard the scripture today that God is creating a new heavens, a new earth. He's restoring even the animal kingdom. He's restoring all relationships. He's restoring even death. Isn't that exciting? I hope you, the reason that you come to church and the reason you come to chapel is because there is a savior that victoriously defeated sin on a Sunday. So, the way that Paul ends that scripture is so good for us. He says, therefore, beloved brothers, and I think he's speaking to all of us here, even in Stuttgart, beloved brothers and sisters, be steadfast, be immovable, always abound in the work of the Lord. Note your labor in the Lord is never, never in vain. Amen. God, God is always pleased when his people gather, like we are, and we, we bring our gifts together. Um, sometimes people bring gifts to our chapel in a meal that we prepared, maybe, or maybe, maybe you've come today to bring a word of encouragement or friendship to someone who is sitting next to you, or maybe someone who's new. Some of you are greeters, some of you are leaders, some of you are organizers, some of you are singers. Um, Yet another way that we give our gifts is by collecting the money that we have from the wealth of our community so that it might financially fund the chapel programs that we have here in Stuttgart. Uh, just to make a note on the back of your bulletin, too, um, there is an offering that you can give online. I've actually tried it and tested so my notes to make sure I know it works, and it does. So if online giving is better for you, there's, there's look on the back of your bulletin. But nonetheless, give unto the Lord. Uh, make this community rich through your generosity. And uh, thank you so much um, if you're able to give. We do appreciate everything that you do. Thank you. And ushers, would you please come forward for a morning offering?
Please be seated. Uh, last week, if you're here, you know that we were we had a little uh, ambitious little uh, how do I say it like a uh, I don't know a hope to collect 95 prayers um, in honor of Martin Luther's 95 theses, and so it was over the last few weeks we had. We collected like um, some 63 prayers from you, and we, we thought it would be neat um, to include your prayers in our service. It's not just us praying. No, it's more meaningful when you are participating in our service. So today, I would just like to read through a few of the prayers that we have for our, uh, for our time of prayer. Um, they are sometimes very short prayers, but they are very honest prayers um, from you. Prayer number 11. We pray for Stuttgart. We pray for peace. We pray that our community will continue to represent safety and hope for the people of Stuttgart. We pray that the individuals and, and, and as a group, we will demonstrate the love of Christ through our words and through our actions. 12. Pray for peace and for patience of people towards Ukrainian refugees. And all other foreigners that are that landing in Stuttgart as we speak. I pray that Stuttgart heals in any way that has been negatively affected by the Russia-Ukrainian events. That any families that have been taken refuge in Stuttgart from the war are treated with love and care. Also, I pray for all the families under stress now living in Stuttgart, both civilian and military. I pray for all the students at Stuttgart High. Do you help them with their classes? Do you help them find you in what can be a very secular word world? Amen. I'll read one more today. Lord God, we want more of you. Please fill us and overfill us with a desire for you, your spirit, and your word. Bring others to this chapel congregation and fill those places to overflowing. Revive us and send workers and help us be obedient to your call here in Germany. Call us beyond where we are now and do not allow us to be satisfied with the status quo. We desire more of you, Father. God, those are just a, a few expressions of the heart of our people here in our chapel. We know we are one chapel here in Stuttgart. We, we pray for the groups that are, met, that are gathering today on Panzer. We pray for our, our brothers and sisters out at Robinson. There's so many chapels and churches off post that, that are gathering today in worship. And may our collective voice from, from our Stuttgart be... Be, be true incense and pleasing entrance to you, God. We, we thank you for the chance to worship here together as believers. And, and like that first prayer pray, we pray that our prayers turn into not just words, but into action. So today, Lord, uh, it's, it's good that we remember that uh, that sturdy and honest um, prayer for the present day that Jesus taught us. His words give us focus, and they give us uh, just some thought of how we might pray this morning. Please join with me. Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And thank you. I'd like to introduce you Chaplain Allman today, who is going to be speaking for us today. Sir, thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much, Eric. Brothers and sisters, it's good to be with you this morning. Um, it's not every opportunity I get to uh, preach these days as the garrison chaplain. I'm busily about uh, with my wife, Lori, and this crowd has gotten so big, I don't even know where she is anymore. There she is. I haven't lost my wife. That's a good thing. Uh, but uh, the opportunity to visit with her and worship at other uh, places that we just prayed for, at Robinson and also over at Panzer, uh, to support the other pastors and other chaplains. Uh, but I will tell you that it is uh, a great uh, day when I can look into this chapel uh, and I can see faces and smiling faces and worshiping and prayer. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, just 18 months ago when I arrived in, uh, I think it was uh, June of 21, uh, there were only about five of us here in this chapel on the Sunday morning. And I think that included myself and the organist. <laughs> and uh, the opportunity was there to just say, why don't we just close this down for a little bit? We were just coming out of COVID. Uh, but the Lord impressed upon my heart and uh, those that were involved and uh, seeing that uh, there was uh, leadership and opportunity to continue to increase uh, in number as restrictions were being uh, lessened. And so we trusted, and I'm grateful uh, over the months uh, that have gone through uh, these, these past uh, several months that we've gone through uh, that we've seen a steady increase and, and a delight to see families. And thank you to Eric and to Ryan and to both of your families. Uh, for your continued leadership. Uh, the state of our chapels across this garrison are strong. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that in January at the State of the Union period, but uh, I'll say that now. I have the privilege on uh, week day, weekly to give a report uh, across our chapels of just the, the flow of numbers. And I know numbers are not a, an only indicator uh, of the significance of what God is doing in, in Stuttgart, uh, but it certainly is a significant one, right? And so one of the things I report is not only the services, which we have many, to include even during the weekdays, uh, this last Tuesday with Protestant women of the chapel, uh, some of the ladies not having an opportunity to worship on the weekends, uh, leading them in communion Sunday that first Tuesday of the month. And then other activities that happen in our annexes that may not be precisely worship, uh, but nonetheless people from all over the community come and, and see this chapel and the significance of its sacred space and place. And so just in this last week alone, uh, 35-some events across our three chapels uh, with approximately 1,800 folks coming and going. I, I just I give that to you as a sense to continue to pray, uh, to seek God's face and, and, and ask for him to, uh, to move in each of those people who come into these chapels uh, that they might receive the blessing of the Lord. And with that, let's go to the Lord uh, as we hear his word first, uh, and then we seek uh, from him uh, his grace and his mercy in prayer. 
Psalm 125, as we continue in this series uh, that Eric and Ryan have been uh, busily about, uh, the songs of ascents, uh, these traveling songs, these songs in which the Israelites of old uh, sang of their faithfulness of their God, protecting them on their way to those holy occasions throughout the year, post-exilic, post-Babylonian captivity, uh, all the tragedy that had happened. These are the words that they sing so boldly and so proudly, for their God is so faithful. Psalm 125, those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and forevermore. For the scepter of wickedness shall not rest on the land allowed, allotted to the righteous, lest the righteous stretch out their hands to do wrong. Do good, O Lord, to those who are good, and to those who are upright in their hearts. But those who turn aside to their crooked ways, the Lord will lead away with evildoers. Peace be upon Israel. Let us pray.